0: QBE is one of the world's leading insurers and they will help your business build resilience through risk management and insurance solutions. Subscribe and download now wherever you get your podcasts. Thanks for listening. From the Evening
1: Standard in London, I'm David Marsland and this is The Leader. Regardless of who's in it, the Euro 2020 final is supposed to mark a triumphant return for Wembley Stadium. Even at half capacity, the roar of more than 40,000 football fans would signify how far the country and Europe has come since the pandemic locked everything down. The game will happen, but it might not be at Wembley. There's a rumour UEFA wants to switch the venue to Budapest and it's all over a border control dispute. Our Deputy Political Editor Nicholas Cecil's here
2: now. Nicholas, what's the problem? The, the problem is that UEFA want around 2,500 VIPs to be allowed to come over into Britain without quarantining for the Euro 2020 semifinals and finals. Now, clearly, the, the issue here is that Britons at the moment are effectively grounded from going on holiday apart from a very, very small list of Green List countries. And so the idea that you've got lots of football top bra sponsors and politicians flying into the country without having to quarantine is obviously to cause some degree of controversy.
1: Yes, I can imagine a lot of people being at least a little bit frustrated by that. But there's also the health issue as well. You have two and a half thousand people coming over here without having to quarantine. And there are some health experts who are concerned that that might lead to an increase in COVID-19 infections here. But the government itself, it hasn't said no to this. It is going to be looking at whether it's possible.
2: Yes, what's happening at the moment is that their final talks are taking place between UEFA and and the government about the arrangements for these games. One thing that is also being explored is whether fans from overseas could also come in. And that would be, UEFA is stressing that would be a kind of strict testing and bubble system, and that they'd only be allowed to the country for less than 24 hours. But that also will be controversial. We had the Home Office Minister, Kit Malthouse, on the radio this morning, and he was saying that they're trying to make it all work without causing public health problems. It looks difficult to achieve that, um, and certainly we've had a number of events like the G7, where there have been a number of cases reported afterwards. So it seems like that if you do have these big gatherings, there will be and increasing cases to some degree.
1: And this is happening, as London, as the Evening Standard has been reporting this week, is struggling with getting people to get vaccinated. It has one of the lowest rates in the country. So this weekend, there's going to be a big push to get people, especially younger people, to get the vaccine, isn't there?
2: Yes, public health chiefs are appealing to young people in London to come and get jabbed and get tested, particularly get jabbed this weekend. There's a talk of of a super Saturday where people will be able to go to some football grounds um, on on Saturday. That that, that includes West Ham, Chelsea, Charlton and Spurs on Sunday to get the COVID vaccination. The latest figures show actually a, a really quite sharp rise in COVID infections amongst the 20 to 24 year olds previously the, the, the rise was amongst school age children but now COVID seems to be going up the age groups still amongst young adults who are less vulnerable to the virus than, than older people but certainly uh, it's an increase which may start to cause concern soon
1: and Sadiq Khan is meeting with the vaccines minister Nadim
2: Sahawi again to try and get more supplies into London Yes, so London lags behind other regions in vaccination rates. And what this means is that if there is a big surge in the Delta variant cases, i.e. a third wave, then the capital is more vulnerable than other areas because the evidence shows that the jabs work in stopping severe disease. So there's this big push to get uh, more Londoners vaccinated. London is also a a, a young region compared to many um, other parts of Britain. So there are more young people to vaccinate. And the mayor is pushing for, for more suitable vaccines so more Pfizer jabs for example and Moderna jabs because those are the vaccines that are being used for younger adults.
1: One of the problems that appears to emerge out of this Nicholas is that there seems to be a large number of people in London who aren't registered with a GP.
2: Yes this area is very interesting because a sizable portion of young people are, are not registered with GPs and for example that there was an event at Twickenham recently and around half the people who turned up to get their jab there were not registered with gps london also has a far bigger population churn than many other regions lots of people come here for a few months years or so and then leave so these people may still be on gps lists but no longer live in the city so this again may kind of distort slightly the vaccination rates And that's the leader. We're back on Monday at 4pm. Hit your follow
1: button to make sure you don't miss out on our news, analysis, interviews and features.
0: Hi, I'm Lawrence Delalio, host of the Evening Standard Rugby podcast, brought to you in partnership with QBE Business Insurance. The show is available to listen to now and right up to the end of the season when the winners of the Champions Cup will be crowned at Tottenham Hotspur Stadium and the fight for the Premiership title will be decided at Twickenham.